0: This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it with your host, Certified Financial Planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls.
1: What is up? Welcome to the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only Independent Commission, free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. That's J A S O N Q U A L L S, CFP.com. If you want to jump in, questions, comments, disagreements, social media, email address, all at Financial Coaching com. Let's talk about the real estate market. Real estate, this is amazing to me. Amazing. This is from HousingWire.com. The real estate market heats up. Housing demand is 25% above pre-pandemic levels. Housing inventory is starting to improve, but still not keeping pace with demand. Obviously, interest rates is a big part of this demand. Demand for houses continues to skyrocket. Seasonally adjusted demand for houses during the week of June 1st, June 7th was 25% above pre-pandemic levels. That's amazing Amazing statistics, or statistic, because who would have thought this quickly? This well, it shows you how much of a fluke this this thing was, right? Not that you know, the, the the pandemic or the virus is a fluke, but as far as you know, the the quick knee jerk reaction of how everyone went from one side to the other side is sincerely crazy. Joining you now to discuss the real estate market is Marshall Sparkman. He is our mortgage lending expert. Welcome back to the show, expert. I like that. Sometimes. Is that, is that how you really feel about me? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to present you in the best light possible. <laughs> We're just looking good. I look real good for the radio. <laughs> got the face for radio. Yeah, right. I got the face for it. Crazy numbers coming in housingwire.com. 25 uh, the demand for real estate is up 25% higher than pre-pandemic levels. Is that what you be feeling? In our local area.
0: Man, I'd be feeling crazy. It is wild out there, man. It's like everybody's sitting around the house and, like, oh, I don't (laughs) like this place. Let's move. Or uh, let's pull some equity out of our house and refinance and rebuild our house or upgrade it. It's just wild out there. Plus, the interest rates, I mean, they're lower than they ever have been, ever, ever in history. I mean, when you're talking about conventional deals below 30 year fixed rates below 3%, I mean, it's
1: absurd. The CEO for Redfin says that sales are up, sales prices are up three percent year over year. That's right there. That's astonishing. This is post-pandemic, I assume, that we still have rising prices. Yep, prices are going ago.
0: up, and, and uh, all the all the uh, leading indicators for Middle Tennessee specific as our house prices are going to continue to go up. Uh, we had a really sharp. Spike in increase in house prices for the past couple of years. I think we're going to see that spike kind of level off. But still, if you look at national average, Middle Tennessee is way ahead on the on the curve of uh, house price increases. So you know that when you're going to sell your house, right? So you're going to make a lot of money. But
1: the flip side of that is when you got to buy, you're going
0: to be spending a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, buy right at now.
1: the top. Sell yeah. at the top, buy at the top. Where do you see mortgage rates? I know you forecasted, what, six months ago, <laughs> and we think we thought that they were going to stay low, or, but yeah. not go
0: lower. Definitely did not see them going lower. Although we had all these industry analysts saying, oh, the rates are going to drop again. I was like, there's no way. How are they going to do that? So I don't know, man. I quit trying to
1: forecast rates. Who are the buyers in this market? Is it is it traditional homeowners? Is it investors? What? Are the investors gone? Have they been gone? It's everybody. Well, you got to think most
0: of the investors are paying cash. So the investors are out there. They're not in the... You know, I would say the investors are in the three fifty below price range. You don't see many investors going above that.
1: What about new construction versus existing? Where is the
0: demand there? A lot of new construction, man. We just uh, we're running out of land slowly, which is allowing the new
1: construction prices to creep up. If you have a mortgage question, hit us up online. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. dot com. The Federal Housing Finance Agency has issued an annual report to Congress outlining several legislative steps and in seeking and including ability to examine the books of mortgage services. They're trying to get underneath the hood of mortgage lending services to make sure they're not doing anything sketchy that could put the real estate in the economy in guess, dire straits like we were about 10, 11 years ago. So what does a mortgage servicer do? Why does Congress need to investigate these people?
0: Well, how about instead of get under my hood and inspect me, how about you give me good tools to make it run smoother and efficiently? How about that? Like, how about help me get the turbocharger and the, and the clean fuel to put in the tank? So the thing is, you know, Congress wants to come and, and you got these far left people wanting to push for more documentation and more overs- government oversight. When the answer is, the answer is, is to let the industry... Uh, continue to regulate itself and allow the government to be able to step back. You know, some regulation in our industry there was none prior to 2010, right? It was kind of wild west, gunslinging, whatever you want to do goes. Well, now the government, it it, 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 we needed some oversight. The government needed to step in. But now the downside is, like, let's say if you and I, Jason, want to start our own mortgage company, there's so much doggone red tape and hoops we have to jump through to be able to offer mortgages that would help everyday consumers. Let's say, what if you got hurt by this recent financial crisis and your credit score took a hit? Well, there's no investors out there that are are able to give you a loan. Well, let me back up. There would be investors out there that would give you that loan, but the government is in right now loaning money at so cheap interest rates, it doesn't make sense for investors to come in. So there's a lot of little things that when the government steps back from the mortgage industry, you're going to start seeing a lot more products become available, especially with the lower credit score situations.
1: So, what this this call to action for Congress is when it says mortgage servicers. Does it mean lenders or what? What is a mortgage servicer?
0: Mortgage servicers. Okay, so, so when you're talking about servicing a mortgage, you're talking about the rights to be able to service the mortgage. So basically, your mortgage, the money comes from usually hedge funds or IRAs or 401ks, all this money that people have pooled together and they'll buy mortgage backed securities that are secured. So the government basically says, all right, your mortgage, if you follow, if you fit within this set of guidelines, um, we're going to secure your mortgage. And then they take that mortgage and they allow anybody to buy it. So this they call that the secondary market. So anybody that wants, so it's usually the buyers usually end up being hedge large hedge funds and four hundred one k companies and stuff like that. So they're the ones that are actually ponying up the money for your mortgage. The, your your mortgage servicer could be Wells Fargo, Penny Mac, Planet Home. All they do is they have the rights to service your loan. So they're basically catching a fee as the middleman Collect to manage everything. And all that kind yep. of
1: set up escrow. They're
0: collecting payments and they're managing it all. And then they're turning around and giving the interest back to the servicer. And they're catching a little bit of a cut. So all your servicer is, is they, ha- they are assigned the rights to service your loan and catch a little bit of a middleman fee.
1: So there's the, the person who's taking out the mortgage. And there's the investor providing the money, whoever that would be, a big institution or, or just a, a rich individual. Correct. And then there's someone who has to like maintain the paperwork on, on that transaction. Correct.
0: And then the government backing it, if you were to foreclose, then the investor is going to come back and say, hey, where's my money at? And then the government's going to bail the bank, the servicing company out.
1: So, so what could mortgage servicers be doing? What would be a sketchy thing that… that they need to well, be examined for.
0: Really, there's nothing sca- I mean, here's the thing. If you make your mortgage payments, you don't have anything to worry about. What what they're talking about is when when there was all the foreclosures back in the day, you had attorneys who were trying to find a way to sue somebody, and they found loopholes in the law to be able to go back to the servicing companies and find a way to sue them for foreclosing on this property. Well, the fact is, if you didn't make your doggone payment, you know they're
1: going to come get your house, right? So it's just, it's all legal ease. So who is on the hook from a foreclosure? Obviously, the person didn't make their mortgage payment. Can they be sued by the mortgage company? Well, the funny thing about it is is everybody else is on the hook
0: except for the person that forecloses. The person <laughs> that forecloses has more rights than anybody else in this scenario. So if you
1: don't pay your mortgage, you're, you're, you have more rights than the person who gave you the money. For Correct. The and the, the investor that
0: just lost a bunch of money, the servicer that lost money, the government loses money, which passes on to the taxpayers. But you as
1: a foreclosee, you know, you don't, it's kind of messed up. What percentage of loans today is not backed by some type of entity? Because oh, there's gosh. mortgage insurance on probably what ninety nine percent of loans. Oh I, yeah, I would imagine one hundred percent of loans that
0: have been made in the past. I think actually, uh, let me let me. Uh, less than five percent of mortgage loans are called qualified mortgages. So non QM non qualified mortgage would be a modern-day slang term of a subprime loan. So they used to call them subprime loans. Now we call them non-QM, non-qualified mortgage, which means it's not insurable by Fannie and Freddie. You can't sell it on the secondary market. So an example of a non-QM loan would be like, you come to me and for whatever reason, your scenario doesn't fit in the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac box, so Franklin Synergy Bank decides to make you a loan. The bank loans, those are non-QM loans. So they don't fall under
1: Dodd-Frank or Trid or all these other government uh, Oversights. Gotcha. Marshall Sparkman, our mortgage lending expert. Marshall, what's the best way to reach out to you with a mortgage you, question off of the air? You can reach me 615 278 2801. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We're going to take our first break. If you got a question, financialcoachingradio.com is the place. Social media and email. We'll see you right after this short stop. a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman, with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615 439 0885. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com.
0: Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, continuing down the mortgage discussion. Three essential questions to ask your mortgage broker. Are people really brokers anymore? What is the correct title of a mortgage person?
0: Mortgage, mortgage. lender, loan officer, whatever. You Are know, they all the
1: same? We
0: go by many, many endearment. but, types but A broker insurance.
1: is slightly different, right? They're more independent, kind of trying to find... They're more of a middleman. Broker
0: right? is different. Um, so... You got a mortgage broker and a mortgage banker, and then a so there's three different types of companies. One, you got a bank, which is a you know a bank, and then you've got mortgage companies, and then you've got mortgage brokers. The brokers are um, passing the loan directly to the servicers, and they can shop multiple servicers to see who's going to get you the best deal. Basically, is what a broker is.
1: Question here on msn.com: Should I use, should I buy points or make a larger down payment? What is buying points? Feels like I'm in a sports betting arena here. <laughs> you could be. <laughs> so I got to talk to my bookie. Buying points.
0: Want to buy some points, man? You want some points? No, a po- uh, basically a point is one point is 1% of your loan amount. So if you want to buy down and get a lower interest rate, then you can buy down the rate, basically. So you can you can you this doesn't seem like it. Is, it. is it
1: any advantage to that? Well, there there pre-paying is a certain interest, circumstance you're right? prepaying your interest. Yes, that's exactly what you're doing. But what is it? If you're going to be there for a long time, would that be the, the the factor? You you know, it just depends. If if um like
0: if you would you buy it down to zero, no, you can't buy it down to zero. <laughs> That'd be cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? You make your entire mortgage interest payment up front one time. Um, no, it's that's good for somebody that's got. A lot of like, let's say you sold your house and you want to take all that money and put into the new one, then uh, you know you may want to consider buying down the rate. But here's the thing: the rates are so low right now. You know what are you going to buy it down from from three to two point seven zero? Like, but you can't go that low. What's the lowest you know? The lowest I've ever seen on a thirty year fixed. I just locked one today at two point six two five. Is that someone buying the
1: rate down? No. So you could buy it down
0: by a point. Uh, so it just depends on the loan and the day. Some days you can buy it down, some days you can't. Probably buying it down to two and a half would be the lowest I've
1: ever seen. Very interesting. And what is the typical timeline or length of time someone stays in a home? They say five years is the People are moving every five years on average. Right. And that includes a lot of people moving up or down houses, but it seems like a short period of time, but. I know you've told the story many times. You thought you were going to be in your current house for five years, and yep. it's like twenty five years later.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> we thought we were going to be there for a year, and here we are, ten years later. You never know. Well, well you're, you, I'm sure you have a lot of repeat clients. Yeah. yeah. What, what are you seeing with your own clients? How often are they rebuying? Shoot, man, I've got some clients that are repeat offenders. They want to buy something every year. <laughs> um, you know, and, that, and that's just don't reality. like what they
1: did, or are they trying to make money. Or no, what? if
0: you can make money, I mean, you know, if you make hundred grand or fifty grand, or you know, it's like, hey, I'll sell this place and let's move on so you know everybody's different you know you get those people that are first-time buyers and they end up living in the house for 30 years you know you just everybody's
1: different how who'd want to move every year well that that's the ones that's making a lot of money because <laughs> you can pay someone to move but yeah dang, it's just the hassle of all of it so what is the, you say someone making a significant amount of money obviously percentage change is a little different but this market has been nuts. When did it really start this upturn that we see now? Because it seems in the last three or four years, all this going up. It's going up. It's a huge percentage change every yeah. year. When did this run begin? Oh, man. I don't know. It was like somebody flipped a light switch. It's probably been going on two and a half, three years now, I would say. And what is the appeal? Is it because of the proximity to Nashville? Or the the, the our values were lower than Williamson and Davidson County? And, but. We're getting really close. Yeah, I think it's a combination of all that. Just, you know, middle – the numbers
0: have slowed down, but, you know, you heard forever it was 82 people a day are moving to middle Tennessee. So we've just got – we've got a lot of jobs. We've got a wide variety of jobs. Like most towns or cities or may have one or two industries. I mean, if you think about it, we have automotive industry lockdown. We have healthcare. We have music. We have Ames, Pet, you know, we have so many different little massive companies here in middle Tennessee that our jobs are plentiful and we've got Amazon, we've got people relocating here from all over to, to get good jobs. So really, even when we had the economic downturn, Nashville was really protected. I mean, we had pockets that saw a dip in pricing, but, but Nashville overall is very protected because we have the jobs. So as long as the jobs are, are here, people are working, people have to have housing, so it's just... The more people that come here, it's just raising
1: our cost of housing. If you're just joining in and you want to jump in, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Any money questions, specifically this segment, we're still talking mortgages. I tell the listeners every show about finances and anything regarding your money. You should always get a second opinion. When someone's shopping around for the mortgages, if you said, here are the three things you need to be asking. What are those three things you need to ask your mortgage lender before deciding to do business with them? Well, so the three things,
0: I mean, you know, it all comes down to, to, to cost, right? You know, you want to make sure you're getting the best deal possible. So I, I, me personally, if I'm thinking about it, I want to, I'm going to buy a house. All I care about, man, is make it super easy on me. Don't stress me out in the process. I got enough going on. I just want to, I want the move to be easy, simple, automated, and I want a good price. You know, that's, that's kind of the biggest thing. So what well, should,
1: how do you know if you're getting a good deal? Because it's the, 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 the information you get back as far as a quote for a mortgage has a lot of different numbers on it.
0: Yeah, there, there is, you know, the, at the end of the day, uh, if you feel comfortable with who you're dealing with and you know, you're getting a good deal, but the only way to know is really to shop with somebody else. So I always encourage people, especially when they're my friends who get a loan. I'm like, man, go shop me first. So so when you come back, you know, I'm giving you a good deal. You know, you don't want to, you don't want that. I wonder if, you know, the wondering will kill you. you. You always, you may get along with somebody that's giving you a, your mortgage, and then you may come to find out you're overpaying by half a percent in interest rate. So it's, don't wonder, man, just go ahead and get a second opinion. Give me a call anytime. And I'll be glad to run the numbers. I'm not going to run you through the ringer and, you know, make you do a full loan application and pull credit and stuff. You know, we can have an easy conversation. I can tell you where I'm at. That's on new purchase and refis. New
1: purchase and refis. That's right. What's that good number for you again? Yeah. Call me 615-278-2801. 278-2801. Switching it up one more time, thinking about getting a loan, going through the process, you know, the big pitch now with everything that's gone on with interest rates being where they are, they're saying we can close your loan with no closing costs. And that sounds really appealing Mm -hmm. at its surface. How are the, how are lenders able to do this and what is the true hidden cost there?
0: Well, so it is a good option. um, But at the end of the day, you've got one of two choices. Uh, You can either a roll the closing costs back into the loan, which is most common or B I can, I can lender what we call as lender pay your closing costs for you. But basically, I'm going to give you a slightly higher interest rate, and then I'm going to pay some of your closing costs for you. So basically, once again, you're, the closing costs are getting paid, but you're paying for it over a longer period of time through a monthly you know, monthly higher interest rate. So
1: higher rate, no closing costs, Correct. lower rate, you pay them. You, we roll them into the
0: Somebody's got to pay it. Somebody's got to pay them, yeah. yeah. There is no such thing as a no-closing-cost mortgage loan. Somebody's got to pay them. In fact uh ninety percent of the fees in a mortgage loan are third party fees. Bank most banks charge a processing and an underwriting fee that total around a thousand bucks. Most every financial institution out there charges about a thousand dollars. So other than that, the remainder of the closing cost is all third party fees. You're paying the county for recording, you're paying a uh, an attorney to close a loan, you're paying for title insurance, you're paying for an appraisal, you're paying all these other all these other
1: costs. But title companies and title attorneys are just loving life right now. Yeah, I think everybody's loving life right now. Is the title market kind of consolidated down, or is there a lot of options? And what what are the differences between those folks? Well, you know, really not much. I mean,
0: you know, one attorney may charge a hundred bucks more or less than another attorney. There's not really a big variance between title companies. Uh, I think everybody's about on the same page. And then with title insurance, there's only. Three or four major title insurance companies in the United States. So those guys are all in line with each other as well. You're not gonna see a big difference between
1: different title companies. Alright, it's so that time to take our second break. Make sure you keep it locked in right here on WGNS. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, along with Marshall Sparkman. Back with you right after this. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website jasonqualscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice, buy investments, we can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website bakercounsel.com so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Back on the one show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Certainly not peddling any live event tickets. We'll leave that to the other guy. I'm your host, Jason Quall, certified financial planner. A lot of changes with the coronavirus happening to mortgages. You know, they allowing they're allowing you to um, skip mortgage payments, basically forbearance or. Uh, basically tack on any payment i don't know how long they're allowing i guess it's going to be lender per lender but there's probably some regulations that i'm unaware of but if you you don't make your you can't make your mortgage payment for two or three months they're just adding it to the back end and i did read something about this and i now now think it's official mortgages in forbearance now are eligible for refinancing and this is one thing i never understood let's say you had an idea in your how in your mind that hey i want to sell this thing on refinance and you've been skipping payments because you got laid off, you got furloughed or whatever. I never saw the advantage of not letting those people just lower their, improve their financial situation. Borrowers who recently took advantage of forbearance plans won't be penalized when it comes to getting a better interest rate or buying a new home. If you took a hardship break due to the coronavirus and suspended your mortgage payment, you're eligible to refi this year, according to a recent announcement by the Federal Housing Finance Agency. So there's everything you need to know, new rules, While forbearance is a ding on your credit. Now that is, how is that going to show up? That's something to consider. Obviously you're missing payments and they're going to show that. uh, It's going to hurt your credit score. Uh, That is unfortunate. They're not going to kick you out. They're not going to foreclose on you. But if you go through a mortgage forbearance because of the COVID-19, it's going to harm your credit. New rules give borrowers some leniency and allow them to refinance earlier with a shorter no-waiting Period as long as certain conditions are met. Instead of the required 12 months of timely payments, once the forbearance period ends, you just have to make on-time payments for the next three months. So, come out of forbearance because of COVID-19, make three payments, then you can refinance, and I guess you should be able to sell the sucker at any particular time that you want. That's what's always got me. Look, these are dire tactics for dire situations because your credit score you know you got a lot of people we don't need a credit score who cares what well you never know if you if you don't if you go too long without having any type of balance on a credit card showing up i don't care if you have a 25 million dollar limit and you just carry a hundred dollar balance or keeping a credit report you're keeping a score and what that does for you is you ever had to finance something you have a score that can be used to get you quality interest rates and i went with, with, through this with a family member not long ago uh, they do not use debt and they did not use debt and i don't remember the period five years or longer whatever it is and they, their credit score went away because they have no credit history they ended up needing or wanting to finance something and they were treated like they had poor credit even though the reason they have no credit scores because they are debt free so you didn't make these decisions of not keeping any credit and letting your score go away and also the things you make a decision about missing a payment whether it's it's going to hurt you as far as a foreclosure or not you got to consider what the impact to your credit score is having a great credit score and not needing it is a lot better than having no score and then needing it so there's no nothing wrong with keeping your credit score high even if you're never going to borrow money again. And maybe that turns out that way. This is life, right? People can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen with the tax the, the tax rates. We don't know what's going to happen with interest rates. We don't know what's going to happen in the stock market. We hope. We, over the long term, we think everything's going to kind of play out. It's always played out really well. But we don't know. That's life. No one saw this stuff coming before March. No one saw that this would be the reaction. And we've had everything kind of rebound fairly nicely, even though we've had some crazy circumstances. We don't know how long that's going to last. So being prepared for the worst and the worst not happening, to me, that sounds like great financial planning advice. What say you? Give your opinion. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. That is also the place to listen to the show anytime, anywhere. If you're not quite sure if you have a comprehensive financial and investment plan, what do you need to do? Get a second opinion from an independent, fee-only, certified financial planner an advisor who only works for you, is only paid by you, and has the top credential in the business, CFP. Go to Jason Qualls, CFP.com for more. All right, this is The One Show giving you the truth, and we're back right after this. Hey. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tuthero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and in financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, JasonQuallsCFP.com.
0: When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle free quote at 615
1: 898 0053. Welcome back into the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Kwal, certified financial planner. Had a great show today talking mortgages. A lot going on in the real estate market. I know a lot of you are concerned about whether or not to refinance. Uh, You're concerned about whether now is the time to buy. And assuming that everything is stable with your income, whether your job or your business, I don't know if we're going to see a better time, right? Have we seen anything like this mortgage market? Maybe only 2008, only in our lifetime, would be that particular time? And rates, I wasn't even old enough to even think about mortgages but you know interest rates on homes were 14 15 16 and now we're getting you know under three percent in some cases certainly under four percent all-time lows probably will never see this again so reach out make sure you're getting a second opinion on your investments on your mortgage on everything in your financial plan there are people who strive to work for their customers and clients and there are people who are really about trying to do what's best for them. That's why this show is all about giving you the right info. You can listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. All you got to do is click on archives. If you want to listen live each day, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS. I'm out for today. I appreciate you listening today and every weekday. And keep it locked in. This is the one place that you're going to find local talk, the only place, WGNS. I'll see you next time right here on Financial Coaching ready